Welcome to another podcast from Fix My Project Chaos. My name is Elise Stevens, and today Naomi Kieti from Glassbreakers is here to talk about managing stakeholder expectations. Hello, Naomi. Uh, Elise, it's great to be here today with you to uh, talk about stakeholder expectations. Fantastic, Naomi. How can project managers manage stakeholder expectations? Well, I'd kind of like to take this question and I'd like to kind of pull it apart a little bit. And I think that I would suggest that there are six areas that project managers, program managers, and portfolio managers should focus on. And the reason why I'm adding those other roles in there is because I think the audience that might be listening may may be in one of in one of those roles and I think it's important for them to understand that as part of their personal development there may be certain behaviors that you may have a skill set in and should should be focused on exhibiting when you are managing stakeholder expectations so I think one of the first things I would say is that you have to identify an approach. And I think with that, I mean, your project is going to be, you know, either an IT project or an HR project or, you know, construction project, you know, whatever it might be. And you have a certain culture in your organization, you're going to have to come up with, with an approach for your stakeholders on how you're going to manage the project. So that's one. Two, I think one of the things that you need to to also recognize is that you need to have a focus. And the focus that I'm talking about is a focus for behaviors. So if I were to bring in the behaviors by role, so project managers primarily should be focusing on being flexible. You should be focusing on influencing people. I would say those are two of the top things, but one of the other things that project managers as a behavior skill set should be focusing on promoting your teamwork within your teams. For a project and program manager, you're really going to be focusing on communication. This is going to be one of the other things that that needs to be a behavior you need to get very comfortable with. For a program manager at an advanced level, I think one of the behaviors that you also need to focus on is organizational awareness. So you need to be very familiar with the organization, understand how how the business works, understand um, you know your your strategic planning efforts. So there's a lot of focus for the various roles that you might be in. The third thing is you need to understand who your influences are. So who are your stakeholders? You want to definitely identify who they are. Um, You want to make a list of them. Um, You know, what business role are they? Get their names, get their backups, um, make a list. And then the other thing that you need to also do to manage expectations is you need to get buy-in. So you have a project that you're going to have a certain identified um, project charter with a scope of what you're going to accomplish in that project and you need to get buy-in from your stakeholders and you know once you get buy-in it's not just a matter of okay i've got sign off on my charter i've got my list of stakeholders identified it's going to be um, consistent engagement throughout 
the project because these influencers may may change throughout the project. They may be involved, different influencers from the beginning, the middle, and the end of the project. So um, one of the final things that you definitely need to focus on uh, managing is your communication. This is probably going to be one of the areas that is going to test many project program portfolio managers and managing stakeholder expectations. I heard a project manager talking the other day and he was saying, I'm going to send out an email every day just so that people can't say that they didn't know about what was happening. I was devastated because it was like, you can't assume people read their emails. <laughs> it's, not, it's not about making noise to make noise. It's really about delivering the right message in the method that the stakeholders have identified to the right audience at the right time and not just sending communication out just to send it out. I mean, there's going to be a lot of communication going out anyway, and you want to make sure that they're going to read it because a lot of this information, you know, a lot of this a lot of this content and data that they're going to be reviewing, they need to make it, you know, needs to be clear and concise and they they need to use it to make some decisions throughout the project. The more that them they are bombarded with various kind of communication that that really is not a value to them you know they may start shutting down and they may get very um disinterested so you've gone through and worked out who your stakeholders are you've worked out what their preferred method of communication is what are the first steps in starting to manage that stakeholder expectations one of the three things that I have identified that uh, I think is critical is I did mention stakeholder identification. And stakeholder identification is something that you really want to focus on who are the influencers that need to be involved and not only uh, on the project, but are impacted by the change that the project will bring. This is where maybe some of the the gaps that you may find and issues that you might have in your projects are for those influencers that are impacted that you haven't identified because you aren't identifying them. So you aren't talking to them. And maybe when this change comes about, they may be surprised and they may come up with issues on your project that you hadn't identified because you um, hadn't identified them early on so they could provide the necessary input to your project. Uh, the other thing is stakeholder input and buy-in. I mean, that is really critical. You need to really share everything about project to your stakeholders and have the appropriate interviews with your stakeholders, get that feedback and get their buy-in and understand what their concerns are and you know, understand, have some empathy for the change that's going to come about, not only for them, but the staff that report to them. And then the other thing is stakeholder relationship management and influence. There's going to be a variety of stakeholders on your project, and you really want to focus on the, the ones that really have a lot of influence. So you might do some work with some tools and identify some ranking and, uh, and really focus on the ones that are ranked the highest. Now, not that this is information that you're going to share with them, this is information that you're going to use yourself and how you're going to manage their expectations and focus on your stakeholders that have the highest influence first. It is so important and sometimes you can get it 
wrong and you find out that one particular stakeholder has a lot more influence than what you thought and then you need to adapt and change to address that area. Yes, um, absolutely. And I think the thing about your stakeholder identification is those stakeholders are going to change and you need to make sure you keep that list updated. You need to check back in. You may be having new interviews with new stakeholders that have changed throughout your project. Yeah, exactly. I think that one of the other things too is that you've got to really understand the political microcosm of the organization, what's happening from your customers as well, and how that's impacting your project stakeholders. And just if there's other big transformation projects happening, all those type of things, putting that all into the blender and keeping your political radar up as well, because they affect your stakeholders' influence as well. Yes, absolutely. I always say that projects are all about people, processes, and politics and everything in between. And so you really have to be very organized and, you know, very focused on a myriad of of things. And this is one of the areas that is challenging for many project and program managers because it takes a variety of different skill sets um, that you need to uh, work on developing so that you can be very good at managing your stakeholder expectations. And it's not something that's easily taught either. You just can't, you know, must improve stakeholder engagements. I think a lot of it's trial by fire as well. You try something, you fail, try something else. Oh, you get a better result, but maybe not the correct result. And then you just keep honing your skills along the way. Sure. And I think that, you know, many times this is where if you have a PMO um, within your organization, you can have pairings of project managers, project and program managers. Um, Maybe you have, you know, triage of your project program and portfolio managers that can really help mentor and coach. And reverse mentoring can go on also. And then also capturing lessons learned from projects and sharing that out in your um, project management community within your organization. And having good rapport with a whole range of different stakeholders around your organization so that they trust you and they talk to you about what's going on and they give you those tidbits about what's happening so that you've got that awareness is important. Mm-hmm. And I think that depending on the various roles that you may be in and in your organization, it's not only just establishing those relationships on your projects, it's it's doing the networking within your organization to get to know your um, influencers who may be, you know, directors, program managers, you know, your CIO, CFO, I mean, your board of directors, and whatever opportunities that you may have to do some networking and strike up some casual conversations so that they know that you're interested and they want to support your project and, you know, they get to kind of know who you are and absolutely what you, exactly what you said, you begin to gain, gain some trust. Trust is so important in these interpersonal relationships. You know, without it, you just just don't get very far. Yeah, and I think that uh, one of the big 
areas, one of the behaviors that project and program managers, I call it kind of like the crossover area, you need to work on building trust and and on your projects with your teams, with your stakeholders. And, you know, you may have to use uh, different leadership styles and work on, you know, a whole different set of core skills to to develop um, in that area. Naomi, what would be your top tip for managing stakeholder expectations? Well, I really thought about this question because, gosh, to give one tip, it's it's so hard. There's so many things that you really need to focus on. But one thing that came to mind, and I think it's it's a combination of things, but I think you need to engage early with your stake, stakeholders. You need to communicate often. Uh, you need to measure your progress and adapt the right fit of tools for your projects and your customer. That's a great top tip. Mine would be try, fail, try again. Just keep trying until until you get the outcome that you need to with your stakeholder relationships. And I think that's very valid too because I think you're not always going to get it right. You may... You really have to focus on developing those those relationships and having that um, and having those conversations to where you feel that you really have a you you're developing those relationships so that those conversations can continue when you get those next projects that you're working on. And the more time that you space time that you spend with your stakeholders and you get to have those conversations about projects and hallway conversations and um, other networking conversations that really helps. And that's a, a key point that leading a project, a program or a portfolio is best done away from the desk. Sitting at a desk and that being your focus isn't going to lead to excellence, I don't think. Right. So you can't just you know, be sitting at your desk, filling out your reports and sending them out and hoping everyone's going to read them. You really have to, you really have to have that face time um, with your team and your stakeholders and, you know, so that they see you and you see them and, and uh, you see, they see you and, and in different settings too. Naomi, thank you very much for your time today. And thank you. It's been a pleasure. And thank you for the great work that you're doing on Glassbreakers to promote women in project management as well. And thank you. That ends another podcast from Fix My Project Chaos. 